Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. kids because I don't want to wreck this great body (laughs) (laughs) oh 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 oh, oh. I think I was 33 when I talked to a 20 something uh, female or two and she's like you look like a dad (laughs) daddy guy I was like great oh I'm, I'm fat and old and almost bald so great you know it's stirring up a lot of controversy on my Facebook that I love. <laughs> this morning I posted shout out to all the comedy wives who are raising them kids so dad can be paid in drink tickets. <laughs> Hell yeah. But you did are say we, are, plural tickets. Um, are we going to break this pussy or what? Yeah, let's break this pussy. Welcome to Quality Time. We're back once again for another exciting episode. I am uh, one of your three hosts, Mr. Eric P. Woodworth, and I'm joined first by my blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, who's joining us on the program? Two seconds here. Okay. Two seconds. He's prepping. It's me, Garfield. I'm so hard. Get the movie. Is that HR Garfield? I love lasagna. I think it's the funniest cartoon since Kathy. <laughs> oh wow! Jeremy has a uh, a Garfield doll that he's holding up to the Zoom camera right now to show. Actually, off. there's somebody up my ass. Oh, and it's a, oh, it's a fist puppet. Nice, <laughs> very cool, Jeremy. Yeah, it, it, the, the sex of this thing has been like. <laughs> <laughs> so you've 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 had coitus with this hand puppet, yes? This, this thing is so fucking hard from all the. The, the juices on it oh my gosh when you have sex it's gonna it, take like a week to clean this thing off do you do you go inside of it or do you just use it like it wrap it around yourself with it um do i have to go into detail well i'm do, just curious just, i mean I, like, I don't know what puppet can, love is like can you let your imagination make you vomit okay all right deal that's fair enough uh and speaking <laughs> of vomit uh <laughs> No, I've not. This lady has never made me do that once. Give it up for the very lovely, the very talented Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? That was a very weak save. Um, <laughs> hey, look, uh, Jeremy, I don't want to offend you, but I'm more of a Heathcliff fan. Um, you know what I call my? You know what I call my fleshlight? King Friday. Uh, King Friday. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, meow, meow. Oh, meow, meow. This is the puppet the kids see before they die. <laughs> God, when, Fred, when, Fred, when Fred Rogers puts on that Gacy mask, oh, that's the last thing they see. So, Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, man, but we're back for another exciting episode. Uh, off a fresh week of both me and Ashley watching the Robinson dogs, uh, you watching the, the puppy, actually having to do work. You had the work job. I just had the chillest boy in the whole world um, who is scared to walk on hardwood floors. Um, but <laughs> we did. We had to put... What, what's, what's the dog's name? Oscar. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure you didn't, Jeremy. <laughs> sure you didn't know the name. So Jeremy previewed us a song uh, that maybe will make the Robin Joe show. Maybe. I'm going to go with won't. Um, maybe it will, though. Maybe. Well, it was 55 seconds versus 45. Whatever. Uh, but you uh, you did make a song about Sweet Oscar. I'll tell you what. If it doesn't get played on R&J, it will be on next week's episode here. Uh, we'll I know play, it we'll stick be, it at the if, end. If it doesn't you. get played, it'll be Katie's fault. That is true. Can I, without giving too much away, can I also suggest a Laughinder Wednesday night remix called Oscar Myers Wiener? Oh yeah, um, we turn into Laughinder game night. It'll definitely get played there. I will. I'll put it on there. Mm-hmm. Dorian will love it. Um, but so how is, I, I mean, my, my taking care of Oscar, simple, simple task, easy enough. How was the week with Olive though? Um, I haven't, uh, slept in about 10 days. Ooh. Um, it's, it's a lot of work, uh, getting a puppy up at like five, 6am every day. So she doesn't pee herself. Um, you know, I'm sure just like taking care of gramps from what I've heard. Um, it's a ton, ton of work. Uh, no, but it was, it was, it was great. You know, I had a glimpse into motherhood, did not like it. Um, you know, it's, it's dogs. It's what I do. Nothing, nothing special, nothing spectacular. Just trapped in a house with a dog. You know who else loves Olive? That's right. Me, Popeye. Oh, I love them fat girls. <laughs> the ones Jesus. that weigh at least 60 pounds. 60 yeah, pounds. I also <laughs> hanging myself because I'm Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeremy is in rare form today, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it for sure. This Going- is the hardest choose your own adventure I've ever had to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I hypothetical question, okay? Hypothetical question. You're trapped in a room with uh Robin Williams and uh and Michael Winslow and you have a gun that only has one bullet. What do you do? I kill myself. You go yourself. See, I thought that was the obvious one. Um I posed this question, uh, Jeremy, what, what what is your choice? Uh, line us all three up in a row so we can shoot ourselves like like a Nazi would three Jews at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh, you go. You try to go. Okay, you try to get all three in one. Okay, that makes that's not bad. Well, I, I try. I try to watch Schindler's List every day. I mean, it's the greatest movie of all time, next to uh, you know um, my dinner with Andre. Oh, okay. So I I on text uh, Tommy Simbazo. Uh, I posed him this question. And I thought he had a very he had a good answer. He goes, he was like, "It's easy. You shoot Michael Winslow because Robin Williams will just hang himself." And 
thought that was I thought it was a pretty good answer. I thought it was a good answer. But, you know, I didn't I personally I think I could do it, uh, but uh, except I would probably just goat see them the whole time and just try to just like, no, I'm talking out of my asshole and like that. And I would just show them my 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 fucking fresh hemorrhoided out cheeks. That's what I would do now. I would definitely kill myself if I was trapped in a room with you and you did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sexy. by the way, by the way, there's only one thing I want to talk about this weekend. OK, go ahead. It's what I earned this week. Oh, what did you earn, Jeremy? (laughs) (laughs) You're about to see it. You're going to see it and hear it like you've never heard before. Oh, yeah, you got a new musical uh, instrument. uh, So Jeremy teased this to me and said that he got a new musical instrument, and I guessed harpsichord, clavichord, and theremin, so I know it's not any of those. It is so so loud oh i've had a harmonica for years i don't know (laughs) harmonicas are i think i got one from my grandmother for christmas like um when i was like eight or something um so so the guy down the street he's uh he's very old and his um his garage looks like one of the worst hoarder garages that you could see i'm sure there's like dead rats everywhere and just garbage and you can't walk anywhere without walking on something and you don't know what you're destroying are you the neighbor? <laughs> Jerry, are you having like a, a fight club kind of moment? Is this your Tyler Durden that you got this? I earned this instrument from helping him with all of his garbage, which okay. was unbelievably extensive. I mean, this okay. is this is like definitely one of the show's like top five of really big like so. <laughs> um, all right, here here's a little sample. Okay. Get ready to fucking blow your fucking ears off. <laughs> Oh shit. Is it rusty? I'm an elephant. Oh wait a minute. Hey, can you can you do your best little jingle with it? I, I know you're not proficient. But give me your best little j- jingle. Love that chicken for Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the rice. That a rat. <laughs> oh, are we are we in uh, New Orleans right now? Oh my gosh! Give me some spicy jambalaya. I'm, so, I'm so white. I don't have any soul in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Jeremy, you got a trombone. That is a good pickup for just helping an old guy move. That's pretty sweet. Well, when I first plugged this fucker in and I went into my wife's uh, room at night when she was going to bed, the dogs just went eight shit crazy. Oh, my gosh. It was worth every fucking bit I, I went over there for. So, yeah, that's that's a buddy. Dorsey uh, gave me a nice friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah and you got it. You got it before I even explained it, the, the dirtiness that literally on his wall in his garage, there was another one. That was literally a, l- a rusty trombone. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you got a nice trombone. Now, what are you plan? Are you planning on, uh, you've never, have you played a brass instrument ever, Jeremy? Uh, I, I had a coronet uh, before, <laughs> which I think got burned in the fire, which is like a, just another fancy uh, tr- trumpet. And I think, I think I got a trump- trumpet that also gave to Amy. Oh, okay. So, do you what? What are your plans with it? Are Are you doing things like as your wife like 
walks around the house, you like go my my goal is to carry it with me everywhere I go just in case I see a midget. And then I will <laughs> follow them around playing trombone as if they're that 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 that, that, that mother and son couple where he plays a trombone and gives a soundtrack to her life yes you, you should go over to eric's after he disappoints erica sexually just like and i feel like louis armstrong after blowing that thing I, all you'll do is just see me walk into a room and you'll like 90 seconds will elapse and i'm like hit it Man, my, my lips haven't my lips haven't been this sore since that rest stop I spent twenty four hours at. <laughs> that was the best thousand dollars ever made. Oh man, good times. Well, I'm twenty dollars at a time. I'm glad. I'm glad that happened. Cool. Uh, any, does anybody else have any other fun stories? Mine, I don't have a lot, whole lot. I oh, sh- uh, one one more quick one. I got some stamping up stamps for mom. Some stamping upstairs for mom? Stamping up stamps. They're very popular with the ladies, you know. They cost a lot of money. You know, stamping up. Even Ashley, you said it was popular (laughs) with the ladies. She's confused. I'm sure Ashley's heard of stamping up. Here here they are. What are these? Okay. I hate you. Stamp it. (laughs) Oh, you suck. Oh, cool. They're like little hate stamps. Okay. I, I love hate. I mean, I love to hate. Amazingly, they don't have any swastikas. Yeah, that's a big, I feel like that's a big miss in the hate department if you're making that, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I guess swastika wasn't hateful enough. Yeah, I've always said, I've always said that. <laughs> you know, as long as it's, as long as it's always to the left, that could just be a Buddhist thing. You're right. You're right. Um, so, uh, I don't have too many other fun stories other than just, uh, you know, I had a show in Manassas where I did a raffle for people. Um, Ooh, what did they win? <laughs> uh, it did money. It was just, it was just money and a big bottle, of, a big fucking basket of booze as well. That was another raffle Damn, item. Damn, I would have gone to that raffle. Fuck. Fuck, dude. Well, I'm sorry. I fucked up. And I was just like, good thing we were in Tyson's quarter though. <laughs> Missed the active shooter. <laughs> but this is, uh, it was a, it was an all right. It's a fine weekend. Great Maryland weather. Feeling good on this Father's Day more than anything. Um, do we want to do anything to, to mention our father on this special day, Jeremy? Or Ashley, do you have anything special about uh, DP that you'd like to share? Um, well, my father is on vacation, so I hope he's having a blast with his oldest daughter. Um, but uh... <laughs> is, 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 is on vacation a uh, reference to Forrest Gump where the father never comes back? Oh, no, he's coming. He's coming back. He hates family vacation, I'm sure. Um, so he can't wait to come back from that. Him and a bunch of his grandchildren and his most annoying child. No, it's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, um, I wanted to let you guys know, I thought of your father. Um, oh, thanks. This morning, uh, I was driving in my car and I heard we didn't start the fire. And I was like, 
Oh, oh, Peter Woodworth. Um. It was rooted after the fire burned down our house in like the uh, uh, 2003 that uh, anytime daddy, dad would hear that song, we didn't start the fire after the course, he'd go wink. And I thought that was a weird <laughs> thing that he would add to the song. I was like, I never remember that. He was just like, nah, you'll get it one day. Um, <laughs> Insurance is paid and we'll get another house. Yeah. I, I, you know, I never met your father, never had the privilege, but he managed to dump you two special angels into a very special lady. So I'm glad he did that. Peace, peace up. Dead, hey, dead, dead. Can I, can I tell pretty, you pretty one? Sure, pretty sure he loved calling mom the sperm gum. Yeah, that was, uh, well, hey, here's a here's a fun story. I'll, I'll share one story about my dad, okay? And Jeremy knows this story. But Ashley, you might not be familiar. So my dad was a bit of a, uh, I like to call him a pioneer of cursing, okay? Because when he got enraged, the things that he would uh, riff and ad-lib were just mm-hmm. uh, chef's kiss good sometimes. Um, he used to like sometimes, he loved the word fuck, suck, and cunt a lot. The, those would sometimes be used in it like the, I call them, the holy trinity of curses that he liked to use when he's really angry but the the when he was really angry with us because we lived in a hoarder household as we've mentioned before um if he couldn't find something it would be our faults immediately and he would refer to us in this this is this is just a fun nickname we had as kids as quote unquote monkeys with hands Oh, Which, I do. I do remember uh, hearing this, and I do. I do love that uh, monkeys. So, with- <laughs> so we were referred to as monkeys with hands. Now, uh, one day uh, we used to go to uh, our cult church, Christ and Country Church, which our grandfather ran for many years. And before the sermon, there's always a time where you bring up the children in front, and there's like a little mini children's lesson that happens, and mm-hmm. there's like and. My sweet sister, I think it was either Amy, I'm pretty sure it was Amy, Amelia, who did this. She goes, she was like, does your dad have any cute names for you guys? And like, one's like, yeah, my dad calls me sweetie. My dad calls me this. And then Amy gets up and she goes, my dad calls us monkeys with hands. (laughs) In front of the whole (laughs) church. <laughs> and it's just one of the most beautiful, Aww. heartwarming things I can remember about my sweet father and uh, sweet Amelia Woodworth. So shout oh, out! Boys, I just—it was just so emotional for that. I never knew your dad, but like every every weekend when I get to work with both you boys, I feel so close to your dad because like. Here we go. It's like you two boys are the the brain tumors in my life that are slowly killing me. (laughs) (laughs) So, so honey, what does your dad call you? He calls us a little bastards. Oh, hey, here's another. uh, This is another fun story from the past. I don't know if I. I, There's probably somewhere deep in the archives. There's a good chance I've told this story, but uh, I remember. uh, So Dad's been gone. I got. He's he's got to be close to like, uh, like almost ten years now. Probably like nine years or something like that. About that. 
I feel like he died in like 2014 or something. Uh, but when he got diagnosed with brain cancer, uh, we were called kind of in the room. Um, Jeremy wasn't there, uh, but it, it was me, Amy, uh, and uh, 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 my sister, Rachel, my mom. And, you know, that's a somber moment to hear your dad say, well, sounds like I'm dying, uh, which was the actual thing he said. And it was, so we had this like real somber moment. We were quiet for a minute and I piped up. I was like, well, dad, I uh, this is pretty serious. And I know that you might not have a lot of time left here, uh, but I think it's time. Uh, we're all here right now. Um which one of us is your favorite child? And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I, at first I was like, we know it's not Jeremy. So we, we get that. Uh, he's not here. Um, but also, uh, I was like, and then I turned to Amy. I was like, Amy, you know, you can leave the room too. So and then I looked at me and Rachel was like, which one of us right here between me and Rachel is your favorite child? <laughs> and my, first of all, my mom, immediately slaps me <laughs> my mom immediately slaps my arm and my dad is now he's hysterically laughing he's like i know i love i love all of you i love all of you i was just like i like i, I was like dad i know you love all of us but like there's some you love more okay let's <laughs> And so I kept, uh, I kept doing that, but it was, it was a fun, it was, listen, as, as lighthearted as a death sentence could be, it was kind of a nice moment that I still remember to this day. Well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, happy father's day to Eric. Now that he has two crotch goblins of his own. I do. They are nice little crotch goblins, though. Oh, and they got me fucking my my Father's Day gift. I showed you guys, but uh, I got a fucking full-size Aliens poster, and I got a full-size They Live poster, and the Terminator one is coming, but that's going to replace the Ash vs. Evil Dead one. But now the theater looks like it feels theatery now, in the little theater room now. So, like, when you sit um, down, um, it's going to be it's a nice... Um, I don't think I actually heard the story of uh, Amy outing dad in the middle of church um, calling um, the kids monkeys with hands. <laughs> but <laughs> so that was still fresh to me. But w when I thought you were going with that story, I thought you were going with uh, I really tried to get a, a, a bootleg. Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, documentary style of dad when he got angry. With my little video camera. Is <laughs> <laughs> that when dad got so so flustered and angry, he couldn't even cuss. He could just go, fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just, it it's a, a great song. You even have a song about it that I love. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> I have so many songs about my dad about about his problems. Uh, uh, yeah. So I yeah, that, that, that. I I can I tell you one other time I made dad really furiously angry with me. This is I. It's probably one of my. It's another fond memory I have of dad because uh, uh, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> And I was I was going off to college, and I he was having like kind of like a sincere moment with me. Like he was just like, "This is this is my this is my you know, this is my son. He's going off. I'm not going to see him as much." And there was like we kind kind of like a little emotional moment. I came in. He wasn't a hugger, but we were hugging right there, and. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> as I leaned in, I kind of like embraced him like this and, uh, and I held him tight. I was just like, I was like, I love you, dad. And then I was like, and I grabbed him really close. And I was like, no. I really love you, Dad. Like this, and he he was just like, "What the fuck?" And he punched. <laughs> he like gave me a short jab to the chest. I was like, "What?" He was like, "Don't you ever do some shit like that to me?" <laughs> and I go, "I was like, Dad, it's just a joke." I was just like, "Gay is the new funny. Relax." <laughs> and he, he didn't he didn't like that. That I ruined I ruined that you moment. Couldn't, you couldn't have done it any better if you like caressed his dick. <laughs> So rest in peace, sweet, <laughs> sweet dad. <laughs> I hope I hope you're looking down at us and uh, hating this podcast right now. <laughs> As I've said before, looking down may not be the right direction. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, it's Father's Day from hell. It's so. Father's Day from hell. Well, <laughs> are uh, are we ready to kick off today's movie? It's my pick do, of the week. Do, 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 do you want to do you want to tease Oscar? I did tease Oscar. Well, listen, no, let Rob and Joe have this thing, and next week, if we need it, we'll 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 get it in there. Okay. All right. We're tuned into Laugh Finder game night on Wednesday. We'll definitely break it open there for uh. <laughs> For for one of the games, so uh, uh, this week though, uh, 1995, uh, the height of bad CGI species. Which, uh, golly, I remember watching this movie with just all and intent, and they were like, they they went real full send on the marketing for this movie because I remember it. They were like from the creator of Aliens, which is just H.R. Geiger, which basically uh, you're like, oh cool, and you kind of see the alien for a second you're like oh this alien looks badass all right i'm into it um but really is like uh there's so much titties in this movie i remember seeing it i was like i don't think i should be allowed to watch this at 12 years old right now but i'm doing it and i god what a ride it is uh was this movie your first chance to explore yourself you're like hey mom like why does her chest look like my chest? Oh, no. I think the first movie I... The first cinematic movie I explored myself to... This is going to be a weird one, but the first time uh, I explored my body was to the um, uh, the lovemaking scene from Terminator 1 with, between Kyle Reese oh, and the Linda Hamilton. Um, it, yeah, yeah. That's like... Okay. It, it. You get to see a little bit of titty and stuff like that. It was nice. God, that's so. not... That's not- I thought you were setting me up for something embarrassing that I was going to be like, <laughs> loser. And then the <sighs> other one, the other one I, I liked uh, a, a bunch was definitely uh, Denise Richards in the movie Wild Things because they would show that on HBO or Cinemax. And I was just like, fuck yes. And you get a little Nevy Campbell too, which I wasn't into ne- Nevy Campbell, but it was still tight like that she was there. Like, I was like, this is not a bad I lo- thing. Like, I love the idea that Eric's like... <laughs> <laughs> little preview best and Eric is like no Nev Campbell for me sorry I only take top tier ladies <laughs> I am a catch <laughs> a, a, a catch that you throw back immediately but a catch nonetheless Eric um, you're a catch like a fucking cold <laughs> <laughs> But no, I uh, the movie Species, uh, which is directed by Roger Donaldson, uh, who 
honest to God, just peaked in the 90s. He just made a lot of real, like, almost great movies in the 90s, this being one of them. Um, but uh, Cadillac Man, uh, I guess his best movie that he directed is Cocktail, technically. If you're going to, like, call it, like for success in that it's probably that although my favorite movie out of it is the getaway the getaway is a fucking really pretty tight movie um and then of course the uh the dante's peak and these all happened within a couple of years of each other um which i do love dante's peak <laughs> dante's peak you've mentioned how you do love dante's peak and i was just like i remember the first you told me that i was like but why? <laughs> and I, and I couldn't understand the Dante's because piece. it's 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 Linda Hamilton, right? Isn't it the same? And it's, Pierce it's, Brosnan, it's, yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Pierce, but I love I love her. And like, when when do we ever during that time period? When do you ever get to see Mother Nature as a character? It's a fucking volcano. And like people dying from the sulfur and getting burned alive in the lava. Who doesn't love that shit? I always felt that like I like that mid 90s tear. So like that's that's one of those movies that is a result of uh, it, when we're talking about Dante's Peak is totally a result of like the commercial success of uh, uh, Twister. Like Twister yes. came out is just like they're like we can make a fucking movie about just shit getting fucked up by Mother Nature, and we'll yeah. just we'll just do that. And Dante's Peak is definitely a continuation of that. But no, I like Dante's Peak is fine. It's not bad. Like there's another one that's another volcano movie that came out around there too. What was that fucking called? It's not Dante's this is Peak. Sam, this is Sam Donaldson. I made this film. Uh, I felt that I needed to have a movie with as most titties as possible. And I felt this is one of the greatest movies ever made. I'm Sam Donaldson. I hope you enjoy Species. <laughs> Sam Donaldson, is that Roger Donaldson's brother? Um my Jeremy other also, brother is Kevin Donaldson. This is also, I'll let you in on another thing. Um, being uh, our ultra uh, uh, Christian upbringing, one of the things that Jeremy and my, Jeremy would do in particular, but also uh, our sweet uh, uh, past cousin, Jared, is if titties or sex ever came up in a movie while we were all watching it, he would, Jeremy immediately just goes, like that. There was just this noise reaction. <laughs> so if, if you ever saw a titty in a movie, you just like it's full volume. No, we, um, uh we had an issue in my family where we already hated nudity that was already suppressed but at one point our parents got so ultra conservative christian that my parents bought a box that sat on the tv and would edit out any remotely bad words that were on <laughs> <Really>? the television <laughs> and it was hot garbage god it was absolute dog shit i would i do i do like uh uh, certain movies like there's there's something to be said about censorship when the censorship is funny now kill now, bill kill bill i holdership of is watching the big lebowski on fucking tnt where mm -hmm. the famous scene where he's like uh john goodman comes out he's like you're about to see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the uh, fuck a stranger in the ass larry mm -hmm. this is what happens larry this is what happens the line in the tnt version is actually so funny when you've seen the real version and you watch this because it's badly dubbed 
And it's just him. He's like, do you see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? (laughs) 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 Just a fucking 10 out of 10 moment. I live for it. And that's funny you bring up TNT slash TBS because they're the exact same ones. And Doug Benson used to do a bit on this, and it's real. So in Kill Bill, when he's like, my name is Buck, and I'm here to fuck. But TNT and TBS would edit it, and they edit it too. My name is Buck, and I'm here to party. (laughs) (laughs) I also, another one, another famous TBS TNT edit that I always love is actually the movie The Professional, which looking at it in the lens of 2022 is not a, it's kind of a creepy movie, but the uh the part where uh Gary Oldman's character is like really mad that they can't find this guy and he goes he's like enough of this Mickey Mouse bullshit um it's it's a great line that he delivers in the <laughs> it's not just the editing of like the word that gets put in but it's how badly it doesn't fit and or sound like Gary Oldman in the scene and my friend uh Gilbert used to always like like anytime you said the word bullshit, he would go, Enough of this Mickey Mouse bull squash <laughs> which it, like the cadence didn't match and bull squash isn't even so isn't even a word that you would say in anger. Like bull squash. Like it was That's just, bad editing. It's so but it's so like when it's that bad, it's kinda good. Like it it's I I I'm starting I might only start watching again. I want the TBS cuts of movies to see how they creatively edited uh, this fucking. You, you, you know, you know, it, it, it's like a, a pineapple just waiting to get plucked. Yeah, like I want to like, what is Eyes Wide Shut like on TBS? Like, can we we get this thirty minutes of content out of it <laughs> that they pad out with commercials? I think it would it's be fine. Eyes halfway shut. <laughs> So uh, the premise of this movie is pretty simple. Uh, uh, the SETI, which was a SETI was a big deal. I remember hearing about how we were like, we got all these satellites and we're pointing them up at uh, we're using them as an array now to see if we can hear things. I remember this from the 90s. And uh, the premise of this is that they got a signal back and they get a little thing about how to combine alien DNA with our DNA to make this wonderful new life form that definitely won't try to murder you if you do it uh but the premise of this uh creation and the detection of extraterrestrial transmissions to provide detailed instructions for the creation of a humanoid life form is virtually identical to the premise of the bbc television series a for andromeda from 1961 co-written by astronomer fred hoyle and author john elliott the major difference is that the only thing that they get is like things on how to build a supercomputer which immediately just builds this alien life form but essentially just ripped from some astronomers who were sitting around and a bunch of dorks isn't this kind of similar if i'm not mistaken mimic isn't that sort of similar and didn't they come out around the same time i haven't seen mimic in ages and i believe mimic is a little bit older than 95 let's see when did mimic come out uh 
Does, does mimic involve some sort of salvage of something? Yeah, Mi- <laughs> mimic com- comes out in '97, and that is so it's post this movie, which is '95. Okay, but okay, but I mean, I guess my point was, are they similar plots? I guess was my point. I don't know. I haven't seen Mimic in so long. Okay. I just know that it it turns into different people, but it's really just a giant bad alien. Um, isn't it? Isn't a giant kind of winged bat alien thing? Maybe I haven't seen the I mimic in so long. I was thinking it was more like a cockroach, but okay, <laughs> maybe. Hey, listen, future quality time. It episode, is a cockroach. We revisit mimic in in the future. Yes, um, it's cockroach. Okay, deal. Um, I would I would like to preface this film by saying it stars one of the uh, knights of England known as Sir Ben Kingsley. And yes. I believe that America should also start serving our own knights, but we don't have like bullshit knights. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna start with our own knighthood and start it with John Cena, and maybe work our way down and say Sir Mister T, because every <laughs> Sir Knight needs to kick ass. I think you know, true. Ben. I think Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley can't fight fucking fucking carrot top okay no i agree with you there but i will listen we we fought against a monarchy so in america they're just called boogie knights um which is i, I will i will fucking knight mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. i don't fucking care he at least he could probably kick somebody's ass i like hey have you ever- elton john is never gonna fight somebody and win have you ever have you ever heard them? By the way, I've definitely talked to Ashley about this before. But Jeremy, have you ever heard the interview with Mark Wahlberg where he's talking where they're talking about nine eleven? Because he does a lot of like troopy films. Yes, and he's just yes. like Psh. he says. It, I swear to God, he says it so matter of fact. He's like, because I was on one of those planes. Psh. Put it like this: There's Flight ninety three Redux he, with he, Mark Wahlberg. He wins. <laughs> He just goes, put it like this, there'd be one more building around right now. <laughs> I just love I love the idea that Mark Wahlberg is like, not on my watch. <laughs> I want the watch. confidence of a mediocre white man. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise and Mark Wahlberg star in Flight 93. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another little fun factoid about this movie uh, as we get into more H.R. Geigery stuff. Because uh, this is really, this whole movie is about an alien that wants to fuck, or as I like to call it, regular H.R. Geiger sex. And, but this is a fun little tidbit I found in the uh, in the fun facts. So in August 1995, a woman named Madeline Tortino from uh, Canavas, uh, Puerto Rico, allegedly spotted the Chupacabra. Okay, which supposedly had killed several animals in the last months. Now, this lady admitted later that she'd act herself from this movie. (laughs) And she believed that the events that she saw in this film were just real and happening in her town. So she, this bitch thought it was the chupacabra. And imagine, I was like, like you, we've all watched this movie very recently. Imagine watching you're like, and you're like, that thing's fucking real. That thing, that CGI fucking horrible looking monster. Hey, that shit is you know fucking what? real. Eric, I think we're being kind of mean and unfair. Cause do you know how many women watch <laughs> rom-coms and think, yeah, he still definitely wants me, even though he broke up with me. He's coming back. 
<laughs> so, uh, I uh, I kind of want to get into the cast, but I also want to start out with just the opening scene of this movie, and then I'm going to go back to the cast of this because I, I like to. I want let's set the stage. It starts off uh, very innocently in a lab. Here, there is a uh, Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley, is basically going to have to gas this little girl who's uh, just sitting in uh, in like an enclosure right now. Who I don't have the actress's name in front of me, but she's the same girl who's from um, the faculty Uh, it's michelle williams there we go michelle williams michelle (laughs) williams who's locked up in this thing uh who this is as young as i've ever seen her and i forgot that she was the little girl version of the monster in this movie uh Mm -hmm. and ben kingsley just has a, a small tear running down his cheek while it's happening now she immediately breaks out gets free and uh, makes your way to a train. We'll get to the train very soon and Jeremy's song that he's going to do. But uh, Ben Kingsley, okay, great actor. I mean, he's been in many movies. He's usually pretty strong in most of the things he's he's done. If you've never seen um, Citizen X, it's one of it's a it's a deep cut for Ben Kingsley, uh, but it's about uh, Andre Chinkatilo, the famous serial killer from the from Russia who killed a lot of fucking children and had sex with their dead bodies. Um, there is a movie, a HBO uh, movie called Citizen X, where Ben Kingsley plays this guy, and it is one of the most terrifying films I watched in my childhood for sure. Well, um, well, my my favorite my favorite has to be uh, Ben Kingsley as the uh, Mandalorian in Iron Man Three. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. He is it, he 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 is part of the MCU as technically the Mandarin, quote unquote. Big air. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Though. The Mandalorian was not only a great character, but he comes back in the uh, the Eternals because the 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 real uh, Mandalorian is really eternal, and he has like magic uh, cock rings that make him a magic uh, cock star. And uh, also, he's not even uh, in the Eternals. He's in the the Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the Shang Tsu, um, you know, Xanadu films, uh, <laughs> okay. where everybody dances with, um, you know, uh, Olivia Newton John. It's a great musical. Well, so, but 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 to get to the point, um, good. Uh, this Thank guy, you. this guy plays Indian better than any other Italian uh, descent with the movie Gandhi, just like the guy from uh, um, Short Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jeremy. We listen. We took a long road to get there, but I'm glad that we did, for sure. Hey, it's Juneteenth. It was a long walk to not be free from that story. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm skin <just> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, I look. I agree with Jeremy. I like. I like the Mandarin, but I'm more of a naval gal myself. Um, but I, my favorite part of the, the opening scene, um, with Michelle Williams is I hate that they actually, if you watch the director's cut, you actually get to see the scene where they watch her shit. Oh, nice. I do. I didn't do you love that, that toilet. That's she's got a toilet in there and there's all those glass walls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. It's like, yeah, we're going to watch this 14 year old girl shit in that toilet every I mean, day whoa 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 don't be a monster technically she's only six months old so um 
this is she's she's well, just you, getting house you know, trained. The the Illuminati pay pay highly for such uh, pleasures. Now, <laughs> Ben Kingsley isn't the only actor from the Marvel Cinematic Universe because you also have Alfred Molina, uh, quite famous as Doc Ock from the MC, who's just been introduced into the MCU as of recent from the Spider Man movie, uh, but. Overall, what a cast that you have. This film's cast includes two Oscar winners, Sir Ben Kingsley and the great Forrest Whitaker, and one Oscar nominee, Michelle Williams. So there you go. Uh, Did you know the the secret to being an empath? Yes. What's the secret? Uh, Creepy, lazy eye. Creepy, lazy eye. So uh, they... (laughs) Immediately after this monster uh, escapes, they put together a, a crackpot fucking uh, ragtag group of folks um, where Ben Kingsley, apart from crying in the opening scene, does almost nothing. He's the most inept leader of a group I've ever seen. He doesn't provide uh-huh. anything. He looks puzzled at every single turn. They're like, what could this mean? How do you not know anything right now? And what, what does he add other than just like, yeah, I created this thing. It's fucked up. <laughs> It's it's really it's really awful. Like the whole thing is just terrible. And speaking of Kill Bill, isn't that the same actor yes, who Michael plays Bill's Madsen. Michael yes, Madsen uh, is. is Michael Madsen is part of the ensemble that is uh, brought together. You have Michael Madsen who's yes. playing Preston Lennox. Uh, uh, of it's, course, and it's it's a horrible lineup. I cannot like. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're all bad actors, but together. It was just like a bunch of librarians got together and they yes. were like, let's go fight an alien. You That's know, that, that, that monologue that he gives about the alien, he's like, this girl, she didn't do, deserve to be made through DNA. She's an alien. She's smarter than us. And she deserves to get her revenge. <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh, you have Michael Madsen playing Preston Lennox, who's basically the black ops guy. He's like, they usually bring me in to do things that the government doesn't like to do, which means, oh, so you just, you, you're the guy with the gun, tight, okay. Alfred Molina, who's, I swear, I watched this movie twice. I don't know what he does as part of the team. I have well, no clue what his Eric, role is. I think you actually misunderstand what they brought him in for as black ops because you said, oh, they brought him in to do the stuff the government doesn't want to do. It's deal with women. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the- <laughs> I do the things that the government doesn't want to do, which is collect children. Um, um, you, 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 I'm trying to keep it rolling, although I love this fucking joke, so, is that you, you lead us to the train where you lead us to the true horror of the film which are hobos and bums. Yes, well, we're gonna get we're gonna get more on the train, uh, but I wanted to introduce our cast that's gonna be trying to hunt her down. Uh, you also have uh, Mar uh, Marge Hellenberger, uh, probably famous. Isn't she from uh, SVU or something like that? Like Law and I, Order. I, I, one of the I shows. think she's CSI. CSI. It's one of those fucking bad crime shows, but she's a long time <laughs> fucking actress for that. Uh, and uh csi fargo and then like i don't want to skip over forrest whitaker and the idea that they brought him into this movie 
it feels like they wrote it. They're like, we got to have a psychic on here. But they were like, nah, psychics are hack. He just is an empath. <laughs> Which is like, what are you, what is your power? He's like, I just feel things people, other people feel. And hey, it's, it's, you need an empathetic man to find a woman. You're like, I, I feel like she's craving chocolate. She's angry. She hates me. She hates me a lot. She's got to be at the mall. Go to the mall. She's at the mall. <laughs> Press where she needs me. Well, this is the thing. He has this ability where he's a he he's a full Muslim guy that can just feel other people's emotions. Uh, but the the second he meets the alien face to face, like one time he's like, "Hey, she's here." But he later in the climax he meets another one of the aliens, and when he comes face to face, he's like, "It's okay, I have you." I was just like, "This motherfucker attacks him, and he doesn't realize that you're an empath. Your only thing you're supposed to realize is emotions, and you didn't think this thing was going to try to bite your head off." I don't buy it. I, but you know I, I, what? I think, I think she's going to go for single serve chocolate packs. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, men are very easy to trick. All the alien had to be like is, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything. I'm not upset. No, go out with your friends. Go out with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> You do too. So we have this ragtag group. She makes her way to the train station and we're finally here and Jeremy is not here. Now this train ride first, she kills a fucking hobo and fucking turns him into a, basically folds him like an accordion in half. And I'm like, this is pretty fucking badass. And she's only like technically like 12 or four, somewhere between 12 and 14 here. And she's like, yeah, I can fold a guy's fucking spine. Like it's a Twizzler in front of me if I need to. I forgot how rough puberty was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know who didn't forget how rough puberty is? Uh, the great, the great late H.R. Geiger, who they call this the nightmare train scene. Um, now, the nightmare train scene, actually, they didn't have the budget to do that scene. Jeremy, come, all right, Jeremy, why? What's the matter? You don't want me part of the show? No, I want you part of the show, but why? You, you're drawing attention to yourself. We, we do an audio podcast, and now you're doing a visual gag by showing your belly to us. And I just want to understand. I just want to understand. I'm sorry. No, I, you don't have to be sorry, but it's just like, I, I just, sometimes, like, when you do it, like, I get it a bit, and I, it can't stop. Now he doesn't have his headphones on. Did you hear that? <laughs> I could hear every word. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be terse with you, Jeremy. I apologize. I need to be controlled. I'm an I'm an empath, and I can tell you feel a little attacked right now. Eric, are you gonna get Are you gonna get a lazy eye? Eric is not can, an empath. Can, Let's move on. I can tell what you feel. You're feeling right now. And uh, oh, by the by the I way, I can tell I'm, when I said it about I, I, your belly a, that you didn't like that. By the way, I'm an N path with the letter N. <laughs> well, what an no. appropriate Juneteenth episode. So this is <laughs> this is we're having fun. We're having a good time. Um, this is uh, now this scene where she basically goes through puberty on the train shortly after it was actually supposed to be cut from the movie, and H.R. Geiger was like. 
no, we must have the master, we must have the sex train to churn this in. So H.R. Geiger put up 100K of his own money to make sure that the murder train definitely happened in this movie. It was like, it must be seen and everyone must be able to see this fucking horror that I see inside of my brain right now. Because this is what puberty was like for me. It was like a train running directly into my asshole. And hey, you know, I, I have masturbated to the idea of this train hundreds of times. <laughs> and have you been made? <laughs> have you been made? <laughs> hey, look, as a as a blonde, I I understand Michelle Williams' character because I too know what it's like to be riding one hell of a train. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I do like a. Go Houston. So she has this she has this little dream where uh she imagines fucking another alien briefly and then she's being chased by a train that looks fucking like just it's not it's not it's unsettling looking. It looks kind of badass. It's got spikes on the front. None of them look like dicks, I'll tell you that. And uh it basically runs her down. She wakes up and then cue bad CGI that starts tentacles start coming out of her. Tommy's and Bowser starts coming as they fucking come out of her it's just the thing that he does he can't see tentacle porn and not come and uh all of a sudden she's cocooned herself up in there but not before fucking folding a, a an attendant lady in half that she eats and uh i believe sucks into the cocoon with her later not, not like shortly after can, this can i just say that they missed a real opportunity to not score this scene with meet virginia I can't wait. <laughs> it's by well, train. Well, <laughs> run away, um, train, never going back. Away <laughs> on a one-way train. <laughs> Jeremy. Feels like I'm having alien puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, uh, now Jeremy, you actually uh uh composed a song for this part called the 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 geiger train uh is there anything you'd like to say before we we hit go on this thing people of the world join the dick train join the dick train (laughs) (laughs) is that is that the that's not the final but no you wrote a song called geiger uh geiger um yeah, this is Geiger Train, and um, I also had a, a, a first take of it, which wasn't as good. Okay, so the, you just want me to play the final for right now, right? Yeah, and if you play whatever you want until you can't stand it. Okay, here's here's the Geiger Train. Yeah. 
Geiger train. Okay, there we go. The Geiger um, train. Um, that was okay. I I did a first take that wasn't as good. It's it's I call it Geiger train original. Okay. No man, I like the roots of the song. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty good, Jerry. <laughs> In no way upset my gag reflex. <laughs> uh, I think it's good enough. I'm gonna go uh, ReverbNation.com, Jeremy Woodworth for that one. So, a hundred thousand dollars for eleven seconds of footage. That's what HR got Yeager paid for, and he got it. Next thing you know, we see a full ass grown Natasha Henstridge falling upside down out of this fucking pod, covered in KY jelly, and things are moving in my young uh, loins. Um, so she's now. Right. Uh, uh, she's now out and about. Uh, she's able to escape detection because she looks like a totally different person, a full-grown uh, hottie right now. And uh, they do our, our our crackpot team is able to find the giant cocoon that's on a train. It was really easy to find, and Michael Manson thinks it stinks, so he leaves. <laughs> and uh, Alfred Molina, which is his only like a- the only thing he adds to the entire plot movie, he's like, "Well, we're in L.A." People are into weird shit here. She could just disappear. It's not a problem. <laughs> it's a transient town. She could dress as Madonna from Like a Virgin, and it's not going to matter. She could just blend on in. Uh, so there's there's that. Uh, she eventually uh, makes her way to a nightclub where she first kills a lady who's out just like trying to get some dick or whatever she fucking rips her uh spinal cord out in the bathroom in a pretty cool little practical effect i enjoyed it uh i do the same when i feel a girl making a move on someone i want i'm like no this one's mine (laughs) finish they them and then um (laughs) eventually i will pull the spine out of every man i make it with he she she takes this uh this this gentleman who looks like somebody that would have abducted uh, Liam Neeson's daughter and taken um, back to his place and uh, gets to see uh, his fucking, I like to call it the D'Angelo. It's like the cut below the dick. I don't know, like where you get to see the man's hips before the cock, uh, that area. I don't have it. I just have a gut. That's that's what exists there. But this guy had it. He looks pretty good. But uh, she's she, she realizes like, mm, maybe I'm not into him i need to go but he insists and guess what rapists aren't gonna make it out of this movie alive they fucking tongue kit punch each other for a second and then she fucking fully french kisses him through the back of his head and i just remember watching it i was like fuck yeah this is badass this is a, i'd say it's probably the best scene of the movie is the killer kiss hands down well the good thing the good thing is eric you'll never die that way is what is what you're talking about. 
<laughs> I, I hate to I hate to say I, I see no difference between this movie and the latest episode of The Boys. <laughs> so, so I I I was reading up on H.R. Uh, Geiger's critiques of this movie, and uh, one of the things he says, he's like, uh, "I'll try to do my best." H.R. Geiger, he's like, "You know, I, d- I actually wrote a completely different scene for this movie. I wanted her to tongue kiss down the throat, and then for hooks to come out and actually rip his intestines out wholly. And instead, they copped out and they just jammed it through the back. This is not sexual. I wanted it to go all the way inside of him and then be pulled out like a like a prolapsed anus. That's what I was looking for, but through the mouth. Then uh, we have a couple of cigarettes. It's very good." Uh- <laughs> My my name is H.R. Geiger, and I would prefer if she had hundreds of giant cysts and she made him suck on her cysts and lots of pus going into her mouth, and then I masturbate. This is good. This is very good. Uh, so uh, we, we, we kind of move forward. They find this dead guy next uh, a little too late, and they're like, huh, wonder why she didn't just mate with this guy. It looks like she's pretty horny, but they find out. I was like, oh, she found him uh, uh, not a good mate because he was a diabetic. So sorry, Tommy. This is what happens to you in the movie species um but yeah he uh he he they they're like yep he's a bad mate and i like it to the lab they were like maybe he's a drug user i was like nope just diabetes so fuck you uh uh fucking wilford brimley he gets fucking tongue punched we're out of there and she's back on the prowl to get some fucking d no, I get it. I mean, have you ever had to care for a pet with diabetes? They don't live that much longer after you find out they've got it, you know? Nope. They get they get the sugars and then they get dead. Um sugar. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Go to die of diabetes. Da, 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 da. I like that Eric made his own like slang for, for diabetes. <laughs> what the sugar? He's like they got the sugars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I stole that from from an actual diabetic, Tommy Simbazo. He calls it the sugars. He says when he pisses, it sounds like fucking rock candy being thrown in the urinal. Oh, he so. does say that. <laughs> So, shout outs, shout outs. Is that is that why women like being peed on? Because it tastes so sweet. I guess it beats me. Nope. Hey, look, fun fun fact, Jeremy. I barely like drinking cum. I definitely don't want to drink your piss. <laughs> One's more sterile than the other. <laughs> Both are disappointing. <laughs> look, if you need if you need um, you know athletes foot taking. There's easier ways. Yeah, so that is true. So uh, next, uh, she the, they're on her tail, and uh, she actually ends up crashing a car. And uh, this good Samaritan who's just like, you know what? This really hot bitch doesn't look like she has health insurance. Don't worry. I'll take her to the hospital. Put it on the MasterCard. It's, it's everywhere I want to be right now. And uh, the place he'd really like to be is in between that fucking lady whose scalpula is broken's cheeks. So he pays for her uh, rehabilitation, but she actually just reforms her body in front of the doctor in the most useless scene where he's just like, did you just see her fucking thing go back together, man? They're like... 
doctor, we have literally a fucking two-year-old who has her clavicle snapped in half. We're going to need you to come over this way. Uh, and they do, they just completely, she leaves back with him. Uh, obviously, there's a way to trace him, though, from there to there because there's a credit card thing. Uh, but then there's the hot makeout sesh in the pool where he's about to uh, fuck. But Michael Madsen's character and the, S- and the CSI lady are hot on the trail and uh they get she 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 pulls the classic move where she's like wait don't get the door i want to have a baby and he's like what and she's like he's like she's like what and then she's like you didn't want to have this after 30 seconds and then fucking drowns his ass and also kind of turns into the monster for a little bit which looks kind of cool there's actually a little bit of practical effects here we also learned that her titties have tentacles that can strangle people pretty cool effect uh i did enjoy this little murder scene in the pool though um can i this is just hard for me to admit but i uh i think i've been trying to start a family all wrong (laughs) (laughs) uh so uh Uh, nothing was more scary about the scene except that she turns black yeah that that was the scary part okay (laughs) um so and she and she has those giant dreadlock alien dreadlocks (laughs) (laughs) so uh we then um they're obviously too late she finds a lady who's like at a fucking aldi's parking lot and uh get gets in naked she's like i need to go somewhere and she's like you do you do need to go somewhere but ends up kidnapping this lady um and chopping off her finger now let's sold something like that she puts into play at this point in the movie a plot to fake her own death that involves cutting off the finger of this lady and her own finger it somehow orchestrates a car crash where we're to believe that everybody there is just like well she ain't got no finger this is legit we found the finger at the other place this is the body she's we're good we fucking we fucking nailed it so I don't understand the plot point of how this would work. Even in the, with 90s technology, I would be like, huh, maybe we check the dental records. I'm not sure. The O.J. Simpson he, trial had happened. There's DNA. We need to understand things, and I don't I know mean, how this works. Eric hasn't said this yet. None of us really have, so I'm just going to. Um, this is just a really bad movie. <laughs> It is this a is a, this is an old <laughs> so we then uh we then proceed to uh Natasha Henstridge who's uh very beautiful in this movie she's been watching TV she knows to now dye her hair to look a different uh color so now she's gone goth it's fun um the 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 folks the empath and uh the whole gang are back at the club they're ready to like celebrate like yeah we fucking murdered an alien life form shit is going good for us right now uh so much so that um there's sexual sparks that are sparking up between Michael Madsen's character and the CSI lady. Uh, but uh, they then, as this is going down, she infiltrates everything and then goes for the fucking sexiest beast on the whole goddamn team that you could imagine. And that's right. Sex symbol, Alfred Molina. Because Doc Ock, listen, listen, she has tentacles. She's attracted to tentacles. Real recognize real. It's time to get some fucking tentacle puss. She's like, hey, do you have 
eight dicks as well. <laughs> uh, I did read some about this uh, about this sex scene. Is uh, that? Um, Alfred Molina, uh, he tried to like Natasha Henstridge was obviously you're it's nervous. You're about to be naked and riding somebody you barely know on camera for probably millions of people to watch. And Alfred said that he's like, I try to make her feel more comfortable. I said, it's kind of my first time too, though. He had had one other one and it's a movie where he has a gay sex scene. So he's like, it's kind of a first time for me too. So <laughs> he's a... Uh, Alfred Molina, uh, what a gem. Doc Ock, fucking slangy dick. But uh, she does get to, uh, to climax in her and uh, then slashes him like a fucking praying mantis as she now is impregnated. Uh, oh, she does make him feel the child. She's like, here the... <laughs> yeah, I like he's like, hey, do you have protection? He was just like, eh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. We, we, yeah, let's go for it. Um, Men never cease to astound me. So he, uh, they all immediately are alerted to this. They find Alfred Molina dead as shit. And they send all of them down to the sewer system to go find her with a fucking whole shit ton of shotguns, which where were these the whole movie? I don't know. Like they've been hunting them. And all of a sudden in the last act, they get grenade launchers and fucking Mossbergs to go hunt this thing down in the sewer system, which is where you want to have a baby for sure. Like this is supposed to be an advanced life form. And like, she's just like, I need to go to the place where I can have this baby the same place where I saw in this documentary about the teenage mutant ninja turtles where they were also born of fucking sewage of this planet um, this, this also brought on the love songs like this is where chuds are born <laughs> chuds are born in the sewer now baby well I was gonna say lots of babies are born in sewers all the time it's called Dundalk <laughs> Smell the shit from the golden towers. It blows in the wind every day. So my uh, name <laughs> was the Dundalk comedian again. Uh, <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> Yeah, Mickey from from Dundalk. Yes, no. I was like, happy Happy Father's Day, Mickey. I hope you're having a ton of fun at that bikini contest. Yeah, nothing nothing says Father's Day like judging some titties today. Um, Look, I happen to know he's from Hamilton because I I trashed him on on air. So. Oh, cool, cool. Tight, tight. <laughs> so uh, they go down to the sewers, and Ben Ben Kingsley gets taken out in the, the least amount of acting he's ever done in a movie. Um, he uh, the the remaining. Uh, three go to go hunt this thing down. She gives birth to a full-grown fucking child, like toddler, and uh, a toddler that also eats rats immediately. They're like, "Oh, I could eat rats. This is fun." Eventually, yeah, if only, if only I could make a toddler that could eat rats. I was just God. about to say we need to we need to help Jeremy <laughs> become the father of a rat-eating toddler. I would be so happy as a dad, like, damn boy. <laughs> You, you, you was keeping this house together. The thing you is, so much money on food and schooling. <laughs> I like. I also like the idea that like Jeremy, we give Jeremy this toddler that can eat rats, and I come back twenty four hours later, and it's like it, it can't stand up. It has to be shot. Like it's it's sitting down, full ceiling to thing, and he's just like, get the fuck out of here! I'm eating you, piece of shit, dad. <laughs> so. Um, 
bring bring me more rats to eat, Daddy. Daddy, put more of that rat X out. My food's running low. It's <laughs> uh, <that's> a nightmare. <laughs> So that, that's my good rat eating boy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh Forrest Whitaker's empath character goes comes face to face with this little boy creature who immediately takes a shot out of him. Uh real bad CGI happens all in this last scene right here as uh he fucking ends up flamethrowing this bad CGI monster over his head. They somehow made it to a cave which is also filled with crude oil. It there's a lot of things that are real weird about the last scene i remember watching i was like am i how did they get here i guess okay the underground system is also connected to a slot canyon that's filled with oil got it i had to watch it twice to make sure i understood by by the way this uh brings me to the uh special um showdown scene in the movie rogue one where forrest whitaker's um lazy eye comes against the death star and he uses the force to fight the Death Star with, with just his lazy, his lazy eye. eye. And they yeah. were like, "Ooh, the, this you know this Death Star. It's been looking at me all all day with its, <laughs> with its perfectly symmetrical eye, just looking at me, taunting me. I should have had that eye. I should have destroyed Alderaan with my, but I had a bad eye." <laughs> <laughs> it's monocular eye versus lazy eye. Did I ever tell? Did I ever tell you guys? Oh gosh! Nathan Bazo is in Waterworld. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So as this scene unfolds, uh, Michael Madsen's character, uh, at, when he goes to go check on the kid who gets thrown into the crude oil vat that's now on fire, uh, and the, the child one is dead, uh, he's getting choked out Robin Williams style by a tentacle titty uh, through a part of the slot canyon. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. But then he unloads a fucking full clip of the Glock 9 right into her fucking weird titties as she falls into the thing and then proceeds to do weird CGI crawling all the way around the round. It's the most unrealistic thing that breaks the movie <laughs> is like, you know what you know what you loved about H.R. Geiger? The movie Alien, where this practical effects monster that looked really beautiful did cool stuff. You didn't care that it moved funny and stuff like that. Instead, we watched some bad animation of this come up and then come into your face like, ah, 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 right in the camera. It's a fucking bad scene. Eventually, it's fucking Force Whitaker hanging on to the edge of a fucking burning fire lake behind underneath him as they're trying to pull him up and Michael Madsen loading a fucking grenade launcher and shooting it in the head where it explodes which this head explosion actually pretty cool right that's mm-hmm. it's pretty badass right now yeah as this all Forrest Whitaker Forrest Whitaker you were supposed to be the chosen one so... not join the dark side <laughs> so so now back to H.R. Giger, who said he was like, "I was very, I was very critical of the ending of this movie. I'd actually written a completely different ending." This is this is really from his notes. He's like, "I actually wanted her to do battle with like all of the U.S. Army, and then it was like tanks and stuff like this." And the ending to this, he's like, "Eventually, her head gets blown off with a rocket launcher, and then the baby crawls out of her, and then the men that the remaining people are there as the baby's crawling out, they beat it to death with guns." <laughs> Which I thought, <laughs> he was like, I wish they had just executed my vision better <laughs> of 
beating an alien baby to death with fucking gun butts. <laughs> the the uh, the uh, executive M- MGM's like beating the baby with guns. Okay, that's a big no. You're not yeah. going to get money for that. Okay, done. Over. That okay. and that's it. That's it. HR. So uh, uh, the day is saved. The baby's killed. The species bomb is killed. They all fucking are leaving at this point. Sill is good and dead. Uh, and the part that makes zero sense for everything that we've gone through. They were like, you know, we got to set this up for a sequel. And the end scene. The rat has a tongue like her and, and is eating things. So look, okay, so look, let's stop. Stop right here. Okay, so a rat now has the ability, is, is, is this alien life form. The whole movie we've gone through this, okay? The entire yeah. movie we've gone through that this alien needs to reproduce to do it. So what I'm into infer is that while she was down there, after she gave birth to this full humanoid boy is that either she or the boy fucked a rat, like took it and used it as a fucking fleshlight for five or six seconds, and this is the new alien rat that has now been created from this thing. Am I am I right or wrong on this here? Yes. Um, okay. Wilford Brimley could have been a character to say that if a rat eats part of a one of these testicles then it becomes the species. He's just like, that's not dog, that's rat. And I can see that clear as daylight. Uh, and, and, and the remnants of this rat are now the thing. So. <laughs> this movie end up, <laughs> ended up spawning at least two more really bad sequels. The sequel actually has Michael Madsen in it, who he even admitted, he's like, I did this one for a paycheck. Uh, <laughs> uh, but by, 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 by the way, no, there are four. There are three sequels. There are three sequels, so there's a fourth species. Uh, I think the fourth one was the quickening the quickening <laughs> so uh, but, but that does bring us into the to the original species 1995 uh ashley your final thoughts on species um the fourth one is my favorite it's called reese's species reese's species uh, <laughs> reese's species i mean it's it's a god fucking awful movie but i'm glad eric picked it I thought it was necessary for this week. You know, it held a special place. We got to see Natasha Henstrich's titties a whole bunch in the movie. And I remember as a kid thinking that was definitely the best part of the movie, for sure. Uh, well worth the price of admission. Uh, Jeremy, your final thoughts on Species? Uh, still better than Avatar. I I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I, 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 I You know, we don't agree on a lot of things, Jeremy. That I'm on. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I can't wait till uh, Avatar goes to college and Avatar goes to uh, Washington. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Listen, personally, uh, Species is a special time in my life. I just remember it was an HBO movie I got to watch a lot growing up. Uh, I got to explore my body. And I'll tell you what, sex was serious after I saw her fucking throat jab through that back of that guy's spinal cord. I knew it was serious. And I took it with uh, with that respect moving forward. Um, but overall, a great, not a great movie, but available on Amazon Prime if you'd like to watch it and uh, catch back up. It's a nice thing to put on while you're vacuuming dog hair out of uh, um, the carpet. Free, free, free on Tubi. Free on Tubi or, or Amazon Prime or Tubi. If you're either one of those subscribers, you can. Um, Ashley, where can people find you at? 
What you got coming up? You can always find you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs. Um, I do have a show this Saturday, the twenty fifth, I believe, in Lidditz, PA, at Snits and Giggles. I believe that's correct. Um, and then I am headlining Public Laughs in DC, uh, the twenty eighth. Ooh, so go check all that shit out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, all things Eric Comedy, EricComedy.com. I got to update the website, but I got some shows on the uh, on the burner coming up. Um, other than that, you know, check out links to the merch. Get yourself a goddamn T-shirt. Put it on your body. And uh, other than that, I hope you had a happy Father's Day. Jeremy, take us out of here. BT, phone home and have sex. <laughs> <laughs>